We've got a slightly different format tonight. Uh, first of all, I want to welcome uh, Sam Barber to the podcast. Thanks for Hello. stopping in, Sam. Much appreciated. Oh, thank you. Um, the reason he's here is because, you know, there's only so much you can just listen to me yap about what I think. You need to get other people's perspectives. But this podcast has always been about giving you guys an insight into the journey of pro wrestling. As we've discussed, there's a lot of stuff at the top level, like, you know, world champions, getting to WrestleMania and whatnot. But I'm on the independent scene. I'm giving you my opinions and, and advice and letting you know about my mistakes but part of that also is getting info from other people at different stages of the game so we're going to speak to sam we're going to find out what it's like um for him on the professional wrestling scene what his goals are where he wants to be and can we potentially help him get there who knows but before we get started um on the podcast i do want to give a huge shout out to an amazing organization um they are called wrestling travel these guys have got their finger on the pulse you may have seen some of their amazing content online but what they do is they do amazing competitive travel packages if you want to go to wrestle kingdom if you want to go to the royal rumble if you want to go to wrestlemania 36 go with wrestling travel these guys take away all the hassle of booking one of these big uh, trips. They've been in the game for a long time, and now they've branched into wrestling. I've been down to the offices. Did you know wrestling travel? Um, the part, their group, their overall group is basically it's the 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 boss Lee was voted as like basically the best boss ever. Oh. They had a ball pit in their office. <laughs> That's how well they treat their employees, but they treat their customers even better. Go check them out. It's wrestlingtravel.org. Org. And the main things I want to tell you about is they're going to have packages for Mania 36 in Tampa, Royal Rumble packages for Houston. They've also got awesome parties on the trips with special guests from around the wrestling world. Trust me, folks, you want to get in on wrestling travel now. All I hear is good things about this company, and they're investing in wrestling as well. And they're investing in people like myself. You know, they're helping me power my podcast. Um, so they're helping not only the customers, but wrestlers like myself. And they're helping you get to those shows that you want to go to. You'll be amazed with the variety of shows and packages that they have available. So you know the drill, folks. Go check out the website. It is wrestlingtravel.org. Go check out the website. It's very slick as well. Very slick. Really? But huge shout out to them, huge shout out to them, awesome organization. Mm -hmm. But that is the uh, this, the sponsors. <laughs> I've got I've got to give one more shout out as well. See this this is the problem. Things are going well. You got it's not a problem, but you got to, you got to give shout outs to the people that support you. Don't you agree? Yes, don't you? Definitely. You, you do agree. Mm -hmm. You have to agree. I've put you on the spot. But basically, I also yeah. want to give a shout out to the most important people in this journey, and that is the Patreon supporters, because these people are really going out of their way to help the content that we're making. You guys know how hard we're working. We're putting out two podcasts a week. We're putting out Free Agent. We've got another show. I'm insane, but we're adding another show to the schedule. Wow. And I want to give a shout out. You can join us from $1, patreon.com forward slash Joe Hendry. But if you're tier three or above, you get mentioned by name. So we've got James Malley, Ian Downey, Heat312, Ian Callan Lees, Tony Madden, Gordon Brown, Adam Sicord, Kirsty Bailey, Gunnar, Barbara Good, Adam Wilson, Jennifer Poulton, Daniel Bettencourt, Ant191, David McCarthy, Kieran Prophet Holmes, Fiona Edge, Clayton Davis, Brian Smith, James Pointer, Jordan Schofield, Laura Baird, Mark, Will Ledwith, Mal Callan, Jamie Flood, and Joe's mum. Because as we always say, family and friends, we love you. But if you want that content, you got to pay the toll. You do. You, you got to pay the toll. Mm -hmm. No one's getting any special treatment here. My mom had to join. She's a she's <laughs> a, I think she's a tier 4 patron actually. Wow. She went above what was required. 
she's she got get the the pop. She no, not quite. She doesn't love me that much. She's got the <laughs> she's got the. No, I'm only joking. Best mom ever. But she 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 did get the exclusive t-shirts. But anyway, enough enough plugs for me. Enough plugs. Let's get into the meat and bones of, of this content because we're here to talk about where you are in the journey. So what I want to do is they've heard enough about um, my journey and where I'm at. We want to know where are you at? Where tell us when you got into wrestling. So I got into wrestling in 2015. Bit closer to that. Sorry. Uh, March of 2015. Yep. So that's me just over four years now. Okay. So I seen a, an advert on Facebook for Glasgow Pro Wrestling Asylum. It's something that I've always wanted to do since I was wee. Like everyone says, oh, I've had dreams since I was, I was four. And that's the same case for myself. So. Mm-hmm. I seen it on Facebook and I thought, like, I don't want to be one of those guys who on his deathbed thinks, what have I done that? You know, so you just need to take the leap and here I am four years later. Okay. And so what would you say has been the, what's the best thing about the journey so far? What's the best thing? So I think number one thing as a, a wrestler is at the end of the day, you're still a wrestling fan as well. So I've got to meet some of my heroes that grown up. Like I've got to meet Sting. I've met Kurt Angle. Like the fact that like I, I have met these people as well. I know I might sound a bit like a a total fan just now, but that's probably the biggest thing for me. Being able to like meet people that you wouldn't see out with of that as well. That's okay. Quite a and career wise, <laughs> what would you say was the the big moment of your your career so far? Was there any one moment that stuck out? Uh, possibly last last summer uh, when I had a, a main show match for ICW uh, just being able to get that opportunity to have a, a main show at Shock's House Party 5 last year that was awesome. quite a, a big, big moment for me that, that is a big moment indeed mm-hmm. um, so the reason you're here is because you love pro wrestling you're on this awesome journey but right now am I, is it fair to say based on conversations we've had that you 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 love this, yep. but you want to take it up a notch. Definitely. You want to, you want to get to that next level. Mm-hmm. Do you? What do you feel is? What do you? What do you? What do you want? What does that mean to you? <clears throat> what do you want to achieve in the next? Give me the big goal, the big long term goal, and then tell me what you want. What you want to happen in the next year, the next two years, that sort of thing. Basically, I just want to get my face out there. Like my my whole tagline is the most handsome man in Scottish entertainment, and like that's not. A gimmick. I generally do believe I'm a handsome man, and it's 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 fun to it's fun to have an imagination. Thanks, you know, <laughs> thanks. So, so. <laughs> but I just I, w- I want this face out there. I want like to see this face on more posters throughout Scotland and throughout the whole of the UK. But first, you need to start small and then grow out. So that's my goal right now to see this face on more more posters right now okay so what's the big goal what's your dream the what's big your goal dream? we get it the, gi- the gimmick yeah, most handsome yeah, yeah. man in Scotland let's throw that to the side for now yeah we yeah. want to we want to get to the, to the real emotion here yeah, yeah, yeah. What, well, what's the big goal what's yeah. the big goal Wrestlemania like you want you want that Wrestlemania moment or that equivalent because you don't know what's going to happen just now with obviously uh, All In and mm-hmm. uh, All Elite Wrestling like they could have their own version mm-hmm. of a WrestleMania moment, but that's what I want. I want to like perform in front of like tens of thousands of fans and just show everyone what I can do. Just have that moment. This is what I'm working towards. Okay, and so the dream is you'd like to wrestle on WrestleMania. Yeah, and why? Do, why do you love this? It's just something that I've grown up with. Uh, 
something that my dad got me into so I've got that sort of kind of emotional attachment to it as well so like it, it means a lot to me like on a on a personal level mm-hmm. and just that uh, I find it like very entertaining as well mm-hmm. and I know for a fact that like I'm good at it but I have the potential to be even better if given the right opportunities and given the the chance okay. to show what I can do so um so you've been you've been doing this for four years now. Yes, you've been doing this for four years now. So I think like for what I've been kind of uh, like I say, this is a bit of a new format for us. And again, like I say, the thing about wrestling is like everyone's going to have an opinion. You know, myself included. Whether whatever level you're at, but I'm I'm hoping that together with myself and the people who listen to this podcast, that we can you know maybe help you get to that next level. And I think from from the conversation that we had, this is a theme I want to talk about, yeah. uh, which is, I think, something that might be holding some people back, and it's something that's held me back in the past. Um, and I just I really... It, see, it, it sounds obvious to have confidence in yourself, mm-hmm. but we've always had these moments in life where that confidence wavers. You know, yeah, you certainly. think, oh, well, well, maybe I don't have this or maybe I don't have that. And it's like, you're going to have enough people tearing you down along the journey. You might as well believe in yourself. But it's really easy to say that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's sometimes difficult on this journey. I've asked myself questions where I've been like, you know, am I as good as I think I am? You know, oh, oh. And it's like, these thoughts are going through your head. And I think one of the most difficult things is keeping that positivity up. Because, you know, as you know, without going into specifics, yeah. the, the wrestling scene can be negative. Yeah, you know, there's a certainly. lot of negativity out there. For every positive comment, positive conversation you have, there's a lot of bitching and moaning and you know there's there's difficult politics to, to get through, especially yeah. when you're getting into the business. And it, in my opinion, I think from what and again, just one guy's opinion, mm-hmm. from yep. speaking to you, I think that the the, the thing that is going to help you most is thinking about your mindset. And it's the same thing that's helped me. And that's basically to just think bigger. Because when we spoke, uh, we we met up earlier. Um, like I say, we're kind of going to kind of vlog this as well because I, I don't want to just document my own stuff. I want to document all the wrestler stuff for the channel as well. But when we're speaking to Sam, he was saying to me that he wants to get out there more in Scottish wrestling. Which, of course, that is to me that's the that's the short to medium term goal. But my challenge to you would be to think bigger. And I'm glad you said that about WrestleMania mm-hmm. because when we first spoke about that, WrestleMania wasn't mentioned. But I want you no. to tap into those huge dreams because right now I don't. When when you say you want to be better on the Scottish scene, what you start doing is you start going, you start comparing yourself to uh, and competing with your contemporaries, and you know that's when that's when the kind of negativity can come around because you're mm-hmm. you're competing with the people next to you who are you know your your training schools like your family you know so it's like what I try and do is set my sights as high as possible. So I look at, you know, what is John Cena doing in the gym? What is Finn Balor doing in the gym? That's yeah. what drives me to go to the gym at 1 a.m. Because, you, you know, if your goal is to be, you know, in the best shape in, in Glasgow or, yeah. or Scotland or whatever, you know, the, and don't get me wrong, people are getting in better, better shape. Mm-hmm. That's, there's a certain bar. If you want to be the best wrestler in your area, if you want to get on more shows, that's the thing. But I think the best thing to do is to think bigger. And it's hard to vocalize that because as soon as you vocalize that, people start tearing you down. Don't yeah, they? It's like, oh, what, Jink, you're, you're good enough to, to go on WrestleMania. And it's like, you know what, man? Yeah. You have to think that. You have to think that. So mm-hmm. that my, my challenge would be think bigger. And I'm glad you said that about WrestleMania. And I think it's one of these things I've found in my own life. Whenever I've gone, that's going to happen. That's yeah. going to happen. It did. And I'm, I'm going to tell you now, it happened with the whole Kurt Angle situation. Well, A fan asked mm. me in 2015, if you could wrestle anyone, who would it be? And it was... Uh, 
I, I looked at the tweet and I thought, you know what? And I just tagged Kurt Angle and I says, I says real Kurt Angle and I says, I will find a way to make this match happen. And it did. You know how Conor McGregor talks about sometimes you just put things out there into the universe and you will them to happen. Yeah. And it's like, of course, I think if you put that out there and you say, I want to wrestle on WrestleMania, now things will happen in your day-to-day life that maybe didn't seem like an opportunity before yeah. that you might start seeing now. Mm. So I, I think with, with yourself, thinking big is like the is the way to move forward. So like if you're thinking about it like what what do you want to achieve in the next year, in the next two years? Like tell me those medium term goals. So I medium term I want to be able to say that I've wrestled in other countries. Yeah. Uh, as well. So I, I did tell you uh, this uh, when I've met up yeah. with you earlier as well. But <clears throat> uh, I'm like as uh, an effort to try and better myself. I'm actually training in other countries now as well. So next month I'm going to WXW for a week in Germany. Yeah. So that's a, a wrestling camp, but there's no obviously guarantee. Yeah. Of a match within is. Germany. Yeah. But I have to say I think that's the absolute right move that you've made there. Um, and I know so many people that have done that in the past. You'll get a lot of people. And this is in the business where people will tell you, oh, you should never fly yourself anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, you should never fly yourself anywhere. I know top level talents, like WWE champions who have done it. Yeah. You know, like people who are current, like people who are, have literally been WWE champion have done that. I know for a fact at some point in their career have flown themselves to go and do that. Yeah. Again, even in my experience, look, I didn't, I would have loved to have been signed to Ring of Honor. I didn't get signed to Ring of Honor, unfortunately, but I've now done uh, two two tours with them yep. and uh, another show alongside that because I flew myself to their tryout in 2015. Mm-hmm. You know, not only you doing this, not only is going to get your name out there to a new fresh scene that has never seen you before, but you're also going to make loads of contacts as well. So yeah, for uh-huh. those listening who are pro wrestlers and thinking, oh, people tell me I shouldn't fly myself out there or whatever, look, Flying yourself out there to work somewhere is kind of, uh, it's, you know, everyone's got their opinion on that. I've got mine. I'm not saying what's right or wrong, but flying yourself somewhere for, for training, you know, again, it's something I've done. I feel like it was a great investment. So I think that's an awesome move. Genuinely, genuinely, like mm-hmm. the, the, the place I'm in right now, if I didn't have shows when the, I've got shows when the two kind of camps are, right, right. Uh-huh. I would, I would go to that. I would do that. I would fly myself to that. And I think mm-hmm. for, at least a year or two, I had just the worst mentality. Like for for some reason, I just I wasn't asking for feedback. I wasn't training, you know, in pro wrestling gyms. I was doing loads in amateur and in, in the gym, but I wasn't training as a pro wrestler. And I I see the error in my ways, you know. Yeah. And it's again, I remember seeing something about Shawn Michaels who was saying, you know, he's always learning. He's he was backstage at like Raw. It was I can't remember what year it was, but he was asking talents, "How did you do that? How did you do that?" And you think. God, if it's good enough for Shawn Michaels, it's, it's good enough for everybody yeah, else. Yeah, certainly. Right? And mm-hmm. I think from what I've noticed, again, Finn Balor always <clears> says, <throat> you know, never stop training, never stop training. So when I think about the margins between someone getting signed and not getting signed, if I'd have kept in that training mentality, maybe I'd have a contract right maybe, now. Who, yeah. who knows? You know, you just don't know. But all you can do is do everything that you can do to take it out you know, you don't want to leave it to chance. Yeah. But what I'm going to say is we've talked about the long-term goals, the medium goals, short-term goals. We talked about your social media stuff. What are the yep. numbers? Tell us the numbers. So, uh, I'll Just get rough for now. So rough for right oh, now. I'll tell you what. Well, let's document it. Let's we'll document get them it. just now. Uh, so, 
let me just now what we're gonna do here is i'm gonna ask my fan base for help right now because um sam has shown incredible initiative by look you know because a lot of people don't want to open up about you know i'm not happy with you know where i'm at not that you're unhappy but you just you want more yeah you know what i mean you uh-huh. want more and you have to want more and all top talents will and part of this is how we can help him in the short term is follow him on twitter instagram and facebook so tell us what are the what are the numbers on on uh go for it for whatever you got there first okay so we'll go for twitter first all right <clears throat> so on twitter at sam barber with two r's I'm currently sitting at 699. 699. Fours. Right. I'll tell you what. Do I follow you? I don't know. You, you do. You do. I do. Thank I do. You. Right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought I'd be embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, we can make that 700 right now. If you're yeah. listening right now live, go and follow him right now. But if not, this will come. This podcast will come out in about a week. So hopefully, we'll, we'll get a little bit. Tell us yeah. what are the what are the other uh, the other social media accounts. Instagram at Sam Barber Experience. I know that is. Quite a lot. Uh, we are currently sitting at 514 okay. followers. And finally, on Facebook, at the Sam Barber Experience, we are sitting at 680. 680. All right, there you go. So let's take a note of those numbers. And to my fan base, if you could be so kind, go and follow this person because what I'm keen to do is when we have people in the podcast, we're going to follow their journeys. We're going to see where, where they go. We're going to see if, if you know, because we, we hope that you do achieve your goals. But, you know, we need to hold each other to account. You know, mm-hmm. I've got plenty of workers I'm speaking to now who, uh, for example, me and Chess Samuels message each other a lot. And he's got his Mug of the Week thing there. Yeah. And I'll, I'll harass him and go, right, what's the plan for Mug of the Week? And then he'll say to me, you know, right, what's going on with these entrances? What you got planned for this? And it's good mm-hmm. to be held to account to something like that. For you, I think... We need we need some regular online content from yeah, you. Yeah, we yeah. need that's we need some regular online content from you. Whether and what like so, maybe for the next time that we speak, if I could challenge you, if you could have a think of something that you could do that's shareable on Twitter, it's right. maybe a minute long, to, whatever, something nice and quick, basically to create something that people want to share. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, look, you want to be a pro wrestler. For me, I want to be a pro wrestler. I didn't think that doing parody music videos would be the thing that got me over, but it was. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. I think you need to start uh, experimenting with these concepts. So that, so that would be my think challenge. Twitter is the best social media to interact with fans. Then from like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, do you think Twitter is the way to go? Great question. <clears throat> um, I personally think that uh, Discord is the ultimate. Discord wow. is the ultimate, right? But you need to have a big enough pool of fans to have a Discord. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's the difficulty. If if you have a Discord and there's only got you know one person that has the incentive to join it, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying it's you basically it's kind of like a funnel. You know, you start with your Twitter and then it funnels down and funnels down, and then you've got your your Discord. And your Discord is like your most loyal fans. That's mm-hmm. like you get and you get to know your Discord uh, fans like they're part of your team. Right, you know I mean? right. So uh-huh. Discord is eventually what you want to have. That's one of the best things I ever did. You know, that is, I've got, I'm lucky that I've got, like, as you saw from all the, the Patreon supporters yep. there, mm-hmm. that's just the tier three and above. That's not even taken into tier two and tier one, which wow. we've got more of. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, like, the, these fans, the support I've got, they have literally, literally kept a roof over my head at times. Amazing. I, like, no question about it. Mm-hmm. So Discord is the best. But for building a profile like yourself, that's kind of once you've, built a decent size yeah, yeah certainly. but for you twitter is it's hard for me to say because my i got to instagram late i got to instagram super late right uh, my facebook 
uh, don't do a huge amount on Facebook. Again, feels like Facebook is kind of for you know casual fans. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Instagram. Uh-huh. I'm just not an expert on Instagram. I'm trying to learn more about it. But for me, mm-hmm. Twitter is. It's the one that for me, if it's that's my best marketing tool, right? I would say. Right, okay. That's what's worked for me mm-hmm. because, again, like I was talking about Shah there, if he does a 60 second clip ranting about this week it was McDonald's, that'll now go on to get, you know, like the one he did last week about Piers Morgan got yeah. like 100,000 hits or something like uh-huh. that, you know? So it's like, I'm not saying that's going to happen on your first week, but again, if I do a sketch or or an entrance or like, I don't know if you saw um, the Elimination Chamber oh, stuff yeah. that I did, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, got, yeah. that got 100,000 hits, you know what wow. I mean? That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And that was just me in the gym going, <laughs> you know, Again, it's those jokes that you would have with your friends, but just putting it into a little sketch format. It might not be a joke. It might be something else. Yeah. It might honestly, like, I'll tweet my own name once a month just to see how many <laughs> likes it gets. And it'll get, you know, 500 likes. At yeah, times, yeah. You know, uh-huh. sometimes even more. So Twitter to me is very low risk in terms of time investment, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you try something there, it doesn't quite work out. It doesn't matter. I think Twitter is an awesome place to experiment with, um, trying new things, right, right, trying new okay. content. Because YouTube, for example, I think you need your format settled. You know, you yeah. can't just upload to YouTube and just hope it kind of does well. You need to have somewhat of an infra- infrastructure in place, in my opinion. That's just, I mean, don't get me wrong, upload promos and all that. But for me now, YouTube, it's I feel I've got the schedule in place that like we're doing this and that's the place where you can put stuff. And the, the downside is though, like, so... Facebook, for example, when I did the Pokemon entrance, yep. there's there's uploads of that that have got like 2 million hits, but they then disappear. Whereas if those 2 million hits were on YouTube, that's finite. You know, people can go and... Can, what's, when I say finite, it's a tangible, sorry. So it's that Facebook clip will disappear. No one will know that that's 2, yeah. two million hits. Whereas if someone searches for the Pokemon entrance, it will come up on YouTube and it will have it will only have like 250,000 or 300 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So that's the one that's long-term. YouTube's the one that's long-term. Facebook, to me, gets that, gets the buzz going, but it's short-term. It yeah. will fade. And Twitter is kind of even more of an extreme in the, in that way. And I think that, like I say, if you do a tweet that really got over last week, it, you know, that's great. But it, you'll notice there'll be people who will get five, 600 likes on their Twitter posts who only have, they've got less than 15,000 yeah. followers, uh-huh. less than 20,000 followers. So on Twitter, you're only as good as your last post, yeah, you know? Yeah. So I, I think... Like, so in the example of Shah, like you see Shah's numbers going up consistently every week. If he does Mug of the Week every single week, which he will, because me and him will hold each other to account. <laughs> but if he does that every week, then his followers will go up, go up and go up, and then eventually it'll become exponential. Yeah. And, you know, it'll, it'll keep going up, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think the key thing I've learned about content, I watch a lot of Gary V. I don't know if I mentioned him to you. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Definitely someone you should check out because he kind of, like his philosophies have helped me a lot. Like for, for the approach, his approach to content is it really is consistency is number one. Then it's quality, right? So quality is, to me, quality was always number one. But if you're only doing one thing every six months, then, you know, it just, what's the point? Yeah, exactly. So it's like for me, Again, it's like, I can't remember which rapper was talking about this, but they were talking to him. And they were saying, you're really only defined by your absolute best stuff. Mm-hmm. So you'll notice that like nowadays, if you do something that's a bit crap, 
people just forget about it. Yeah. Like I've done entrances. I've, there's one or two entrances I've done that I don't want people to see. Huh, there's wow. maybe two because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. just not that good. They're not that imaginative. They're not that good. But no one talks about them mm-hmm. because they didn't get over. So they've disappeared into the abyss. So I don't have to worry about them. Yeah, yeah, You're, yeah. It's only the great stuff that people remember. Mm-hmm. So with Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, my advice is just be try some content and get it out there. Even if it's like a promo every week or something like that, I think you just need to start building that fan base figure out who are your supporters because they are there yeah in the icw crowd people like you they know you've got charisma Mm -hmm. but they don't know where to support you if they know where to support you if they know your goal is to get on more shows in scotland like if you look at what we're doing with dave on free agent right Mm -hmm. he's people he's and again i'm not taking credit for that like he's now getting himself over because he's doing these sketches on that show yeah yeah, and we're making basically uh we're talking about the fact that he's not wrestling on a huge amount of shows which will then create that demand for him to be on shows yeah Uh so i think you need to figure out what it is you want fans Mm. to do to help you and then start gearing content towards that and the fan the, the awesome thing about wrestling fans is you you hear about mma people coming over to wrestling yeah and they're blown away by the support from the fan base wrestling fans are the greatest fans in any and i'm not just saying that because i have to because i do have to <laughs> yeah but yeah. legit like mm. again i've been in bands and stuff like that. wrestling fans are the best fans they're the most passionate you don't get casual wrestling fans if they're in they're in and they mm-hmm. can be your biggest advocates so i would think about content that can engage with the fans right right okay so again i don't know i don't know what that may be mm-hmm. i do not know what that might be like what is sam barber experience is that is that use it the gimmick or is it a show called the sam barber experience <laughs> no i mean there has been talks uh, in the past about possibly having a show called the sam barber experience makes sense to me yeah definitely but uh no that the sam barber experience is sam barber turned up to 11 like that's the thing like because i've been listening to the hype be a pro wrestler podcasts and that's what one of your tips was like the best gimmicks are yourself turned up to 11 yeah so that's this is what the sam barber experience is okay uh someone who like in in real life sam barber is confident but the sam barber experience is ridiculously confident like that confident that he'll bust out a minsole without even trying it in training before on one of the biggest shows that he's ever been in. Sam Barber experience is a guy who thinks he is God's gift, you know, just by the way he looks, you know, and just the way he kind of carries himself within the ring. But he also likes to have a wee bit of fun okay, as well. As we talked about the, the lollipop, this is a, a staple of the, the Sam Barber experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's something that uh, really gets over with uh, the fans. Uh, as well so if you see me come to the ring with a lollipop it's going to end up in someone's mouth okay so um tell me who are you like you don't need to mention them by name but have you met your biggest supporters your biggest fans not that i know of like i, ha- I have met really big fans but that's my grand and my mum, <laughs> you know? Like, tell, us, tell us about that. Tell us about that. Because, yeah. to be honest, the San Barbara experience is great, but see here, they yeah, want to yeah. know you. They want to know you. Yeah. They want to they break that down a little bit. They want to know you. Tell tell me about that. So, the San Barbara experience isn't the first gimmick that I've tried. Okay. My first gimmick was El Gingero. Okay. So, as you can tell by that, 
I uh, I covered up the face. Okay. No one knew it was me. Uh, and yeah, I came out in uh, a luminous green gear. Had my my debut uh, in a, a park rumble. My gran was front row. Good. And she almost jumped the barrier. Really? Yeah, really. And you do not want to mess with her no. at all. She she was ready for like, giving me honours. <laughs> she right. was ready for jumping in. Oh, she right. So she was going to help you. Oh yeah. Oh, she, yeah. Right, okay. And when you said giving me <laughs> honours, like again, I'm I'm you know just a a posh Edinburgh boy. Oh you know, right, I don't, right. I don't, okay. <laughs> I, I don't understand what honours is. To be quite frank with you, no, you'll need to know. I, I know. I'll need to know on May twenty sixth. I'll need to know for <laughs> yeah. <Kent> honours. <laughs> B plug. There you go. B plug. But yeah, no. She she was ready for jumping in. And uh, my mum, she doesn't come to see me anymore. Uh, Why at is shows that? Because she gets quite emotional. Really? As well, because uh, she, she's seen the 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 states that I've I've been in. Like uh, I've like cracked teeth. I've like been bleeding. I've I've been all sorts. I've had like black eyes, and mm-hmm. it's just it's not a nice thing to see your son go through and willingly put himself through it. Mm-hmm. You know, like because at the end of the day, I know something might happen to my face, and this is the moneymaker. But <laughs> I'm gonna go into a match and and do what I can. And if someone hits me in the face, and yeah, like I accept that. But my mum doesn't. She she hates it, you know. Right. So so she's she's not so much worried about your health and well being. It's it's literally the face. Literally the she's face. Literally the face. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. Cool. <laughs> so um, we've spoke. But you, you're gonna go to Germany. Yep. Uh-huh. You've traveled to. You told me you went to Fight Club Pro. Mm-hmm. Yep. How long was the drive? So, it was a twenty-six hour round. Twenty-six trip. hour round trip. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that was that was devastating. Like that was a uh, so <clears throat> because of uh, your your series that I've had on, I uh, I bought Nintendo Switch yep. because I, I seen that the the benefits it could have. Oh man, you got you got you got to you yeah, got definitely. to know it. best console. <laughs> so uh, I bought myself a Nintendo Switch, and I thought I'm just going to make the most of this. So did you have a battery plug? Did you have a sorry a plug on the the bus? Yeah. Or, okay, uh-huh, you did, right? Thankfully, okay. yeah. Oof, I was going to say that's not going to last you 26 hours. No, it's no. really not. No. no. <laughs> so. Uh, Thankfully, I had that, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I wanted to make sure I got the most out of it, mm-hmm. like all of of the journey. So uh, mm-hmm. I had my laptop with me as well, just in case I wanted to kind of study any matches at all before. Yep. I went sense. down, even uh, even look back at my own matches and kind of look at myself and evaluate myself to see how I could do things better. Yeah, because you know, I I think that's a a big thing uh, as well. You need to take a step back and look at yourself mm-hmm. and like be honest with yourself to see, do you know what? I could have actually done that bit better. I, I, I completely that agree. That's again, something I kind of went through. Like I didn't want to ask for feedback and you know, part of it was because deep down I knew that I hadn't performed as well as I should have. Yeah. But I just, by not asking and not, cause like, blah, 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 you know, by not dealing with it. Whereas I think it's actually, once you accept, like I'm always learning, you know, I can always do things better. As soon as you let go of the ego, only good things happen. Yeah, so, so you're on the your 26 hour trip, and was it worth it? Yeah, no, definitely, it mm-hmm. was really worth it. Uh, I got to meet uh, the promoter of Fight Club Pro, mm-hmm. and also one of the the head coaches was Travis Banks mm-hmm. as well, someone who is signed to NXT UK. Mm-hmm. So that's that's some great eyes to to have on you. Like, Indeed, a promoter for one of the biggest companies in the UK, mm-hmm. doing shows abroad in America and the likes. Yeah. And even Japan, they had shows in. 
as well. Absolutely. So what I'm trying to get at here, right? Yep. Is 26 hour round trip. Yeah. That's that's a lot, man. That's a lot. Now, did you have did you stay over? Did you have accommodation or no? No, no I just uh 26 hours uh, there and I actually had to leave the session early so I left the session 10 minutes early so I could get my so train get the... from Dudley to Birmingham and right. then get the, the bus from Birmingham back to Glasgow which was 10 yeah. hours in a coach. Now what I'm getting at here right yep. is you're saying that you've done a 26 hour round trip with yeah. no sleep a lot of people listen to this and the reason I want to I want to put this out here uh, Rudel's joined the chat actually so yep. we'll just uh you might not want to read that. There you go. Um, so oh, there you go. Actually, there you go. He's putting good. you over. Yeah, yeah. He's putting you Thank over. You. So um, Rudo, now Rudo's one of your coaches, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. he's in the chat here and he's saying Sam wrestled in front of fourteen people last week and got a big reaction from so little people. That sounds pretty good. Yep. Uh huh. Happy with that. Good. Uh-huh. Um, and one of them even bought a Sam Barber T-shirt. There they you did. go. There you go. Hey, that's one of your big supporters right there. You got to nurture that fan base. But what I'm getting at here is you're saying 26 hour round trip. Now, I'm glad you said that because mm-hmm. most people go, I want to be a wrestler. I want it so bad. I want it. I want it. I want it. They talk, but they don't step up to what that requires. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've done those. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of people who want to have done those. But when you're sitting there and I'm saying to you, what, you know, what's the goal? And you're saying, you know, to get Sam Barber's face out there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Those two don't match up to me. No. Right? Uh-huh. There's a deeper reason there. It's not because you just want to get your face. If you're willing to do a 26 hour journey, you got to have a love for this. You've got to yeah, have certainly. a passion for this. You've proven that with that action. Tell us what what does it mean to you to get to that next level? Because there's a reason you're here. There's reason you went on 26 hour journey. Mm-hmm. If we can tap into that, then I think that's going to be inspirational to a lot of people listening to this. So I think, uh, to be honest, I'm a I'm a very competitive person as well, probably mm-hmm. much like yourself, mm-hmm. and uh, I just I'm I'm competing with my my contemporaries as well mm-hmm. to to show everyone else that that I am the better wrestler out of everyone. Okay. As well, so in doing that, I'm going to sacrifice my 26 hours out of my life to make the journey down to Fight Club Pro. I'm going to sacrifice all the money that I've spent to go to Germany. And that week out of my life, that that week that I'm I'm not seeing my family at all, that week that mm-hmm. I'm just kind of keeping the head down and just kind of showing WXW what I can do. Okay. So uh, I th- I think a lot of this is down to the the kind of competitive streak in me. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, as you said, like something that I can't help but do is, is compare yourself to what what the other wrestlers are doing, like mm-hmm. that I, I'm surrounded with, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think a, a big bit of that is. Uh, well, let me put it this way: What happens when you become the best wrestler of your group? What's next? Then you don't stop because you need to. You need to set that bar, and like, you, why are you setting that bar though? Why am I setting that? bar? Yeah, why? Be- because what is your why? Why are you doing this, man? <laughs> Just to be the best? Yeah, uh huh. That's like, hey, that's a reason. Why yeah. do you want to be the best? Why? To- it's quite a hard. Question it is hard, man. Yeah, it is yeah. hard. But uh-huh. see, when you know, it makes. Like your habits have to match your actions, and your actions already match it. But I don't think you re- you're not vocalizing the reason to me. No, no, no I don't no. think you know the full reason because mm-hmm. you're saying to me you want to be better than the people you're training with. So what? What does that mean? Where's the yeah. what's the end goal? You're saying you want to get to WrestleMania. Why do you, Sam Barber, want to get to WrestleMania? Who do you want to make proud? 
it's just it's something that like you feel inside as well that's the thing yeah. like because it's just it, I, as you can tell it's probably something that you can't fully explain it's just yeah. something that you feel inside and like at the end of the day you need to make yourself proud like you need to like look back and say do you know what I done that like that was me and that was like all down to me as well like obviously I'm getting help from yourself just now uh, when it comes to like the, the social media and the likes but uh, like I just I want to make everyone proud you know uh, like my my mum as we just mm-hmm. spoke about uh, doesn't come to shows anymore but she didn't think I could do this right like she didn't think I could make a full time living she thinks oh this is just going to be a one year thing he's going to have a match then he's going to throw it away mm-hmm. and I'm like no I'm I'm going to prove you wrong I'm going to like I'm going to go to Wrestlemania like I'm going to yeah. like tour the world I'm going to like see everything like see the sights of the world doing what I love to do dude that's that's what i want to hear that's that's what we want to hear mm-hmm. because if you say you know i get it you want to get the face out there you want to be the best in your group but that's i think having these big dreams is the way to do it man i could see the change in your body language you're literally <laughs> like the energy man yeah when yeah, you're yeah. saying when you're saying that you want to prove people wrong i feel that man i mm-hmm. feel that i've had people tell me that like you say and i'm you know i don't need to go into details who it is but yeah you know in points in my life where it's like ah it's just a phase won't amount to anything won't do anything won't do this won't do this so i've got that chip on my shoulder man that thing where you just want to tell people no 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 i'm 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 gonna do this yeah. i'm gonna you want to prove people wrong but i can tell from the way you grip the chair and you're like <laughs> sorry, this, not broken no no it's no. all right you've not broke my six pound <laughs> chair from from uh, being cute <laughs> thankfully but um no man it's clear to me that you've got a passion for this and if those if the people who are listening to this can see that and identify with that you know i'm 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 delighted by that because people say that they want to be wrestlers and all that but they need to hear this they mm-hmm. need to hear about the 26 hour journey yeah they need to hear about that round trip and they need to hear about the fact that you know you didn't you didn't get a chance to to sleep that night you went the whole 26 hours you know why because that's what we do that's mm-hmm. what we do. That is what that is the price that you pay to yeah. be a pro wrestler. That is the price you pay to be in this industry for this. See how fortunate I am now. I look back and I think about how ungrateful I was for the position I was in, man. I think about that and it, wow. it horrifies me, man. It horrifies me. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be straight up with you. I did not enjoy my job for a long time. Really? I didn't enjoy it, man. Full I'll tell you what, Yeah, I didn't enjoy it for a while. And I'll tell you why, because I didn't, um, the pressure was so much, you know, like, so the, one of the issues I had was my goal. I I went to the Commonwealth Games opening ceremony. I saw Mm -hmm. the ceremony and I said, I want to do that. I want to walk around that stadium in front of my family. And I want to do that. My goal was never to win a Commonwealth medal, you know? Yeah. So when I qualified and I knew to to win a Commonwealth medal, it's got to be your life. Yeah, uh-huh. and I'm a pro wrestler, you know. So I did that and being pulled in all these directions, and there's this expectation on me because I have a profile from pro wrestling to win a gold medal. And I knew, I knew in my heart that I was trying to be a jack of all trades by doing both. I knew it was just a difficult road, and I can't tell you how hard it is to be in Australia, to live in Australia, knowing the task that's ahead, and you're trying to balance these two things. 
don't get paid for the Commonwealth. Your money's just going out the door. None's coming in. My car broke down the day before I left. I had to move everything out of my flat. So I I'd, I'd basically had nowhere to live when I went away. I did wow. not know what was happening when mm -hmm. I came back. I had no idea. Thankfully, it was good for my career. But when I was there, man, like the pressure was just so much. And then when I came back, straight into world of sports, straight into impact, and I never took a second to really appreciate what was going on. Yeah. Um, and the pressure, man, the pressure. Like, see, now I love going out there. I love performing, but for a long time, it was like I almost felt like the spot I was in was just one or two steps ahead from my development. Especially right, okay. in ring, you know, yeah, because yeah. I felt like nowadays, like matches are there's so much more going on in matches than there were. If you watch matches from the 80s and 90s and stuff oh, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, you know, definitely. there's so there's so much more going on, and I struggle with the volume of things that are going on in a 10, 15, 20 minute match now. Mm -hmm. But what I've done now is I kind of subscribe to the idea of like we talked about the other day, showcasing your strengths and hiding your weaknesses. And what I started to do is like, you know. Again, I don't want to expose the business here, but you know that volume of stuff blows my brain. Oh, I, can't, same. I, I can't do it. I, you know? I can't cope. But what I can do is I can quite happily wrestle on the fly for twenty minutes. Yeah. You know, and I realize like I've been to the Commonwealth Games. Like, why don't I just incorporate that? Why don't I just do that? Mm -hmm. Why don't I? Just, I look at Timothy Thatcher. I wrestled him, and it just changed. It just blew my mind. I was wow. like, literally, pretty much both just walked in the building, then went and thing man like honestly and it was it, it blew my mind i realized this is what i need to be doing i, f I found myself yeah I, i'm still finding myself but i'm enjoying it so much more as a result that pressure it just made me it it, it made it so difficult for me i don't know why i was just i got this horrible sort of stage fright and dread and anxiety and all these things but as soon as i started having the confidence to go no I do deserve to be here. I'm going to steer into what my strengths are and I'm going to forget about those weaknesses. It's yep. like William mm -hmm. Regal says, you know, if you're not good at doing something, don't bother doing it. So tell me, what would you say, what would you say are your strengths? Because I think whatever they are, we need to double down on those. So <clears throat> if we're, we're talking from a, a wrestling point of view. It could be anything. It could be, you, you might tell me that it's anything to do with that. And let's, like I say, let's say, uh, Let's not expose the business too much. No, no, no. About, no. about as much as I did there. That's that's <laughs> that's the line I think. But I think uh, like just interacting with people, like that that's where like I, I really kinda find my strength. You well, know? that's what wrestling is, right? Yep, uh huh. That's You'll often find the stuff that really gets over involves interacting with others. Like some of the best stuff I've seen some of the smartest stuff I've seen is like Marty Skrull, for example. Mm -hmm. You know, when he goes to throw that super kick, everyone knows just kidding is coming. Yeah. Before he does the the chicken wing, he does the spin round and it's like, you know, you have to take your hat off and go, that's smart. That's yeah. smart. It's all about the interaction, you know. Carry mm -hmm. on. Because that that's the thing. Like when you watch uh, one of my matches, you won't see any four fifties or Phoenix splashes at mm -hmm. all, you know, like what I think I do is make the most of w what ability I have, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, so I, I think that's why, uh, as you've seen, uh, Rudy Lighton saying I wrestled in front of 14 people last week. Now, not necessarily a big crowd, but I still got a good reaction out of them mm -hmm. because I know what to do to get that reaction i know what to do to eventually sell a t-shirt well they you know? say they say look if you can get a reaction if you can get a reaction out of you know 10 people you can certainly get one out of ten thousand. yeah exactly uh-huh okay and what would you say as humbly as possible mm -hmm. be totally honest 
because we talk about showcasing our strengths and hiding our weaknesses, but we need to have a, a baseline of quality. You know what I mean? So even yeah. I'm saying the volume of stuff confuses me. I still need to work on that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I'm uh-huh. deliberately having longer matches to put myself in that uh, discomfort to become comfortable with it. You know? yeah, uh-huh. So in my mind, if I'm like, you know, if I'm struggling with, with the amount of stuff that's going on in a match, I need to have even longer matches, you know, wow. to make myself, well, just to throw myself in yeah. there. So now uh-huh. a 20-minute match doesn't seem like that big a deal. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you say if, you're, if we're looking at weaknesses? Because like I say, I'm not saying I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be doing moonsaults off the top or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Uh-huh. But I'm going to double down on my strengths, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that there's a baseline of quality for, for everything. I want to be a well-rounded wrestler. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. difficult balance. You want to be well-rounded, but you want to be known for something as well. Mm-hmm. The way I think about wrestling, the way I've started thinking about it is, you ever play Tekken? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know when you go on the character select screen mm-hmm. and you've got Yoshimitsu who's got the sword, King's the wrestler, Paul's the biker, Law is like, you know, your Bruce Lee's yeah, style yeah, guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're, they're all, but you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, but you know exactly what each one of them brings to the table. There's no, there's no one there going, well, I'm a sword fighting wrestler, uh, kung fu specialist. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. They uh-huh. all know what they bring to the table. And I've started to think about wrestling like that. And I'm like, I'm the singing wrestler who does shoot amateur wrestling holds. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. that's, that's my thing. Let, now that's my strengths, but I'm still going to make sure I can wrestle anyone. So yeah, if definitely. I wrestle, like and like I say, I, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I wrestled Will Osprey and Martin Kirby on the WS tour, and I, I was the problem in that match. I was the pro- I don't I don't mind saying it, man. You know right, what I mean, okay, like well. me and me and Will have had a, a match. I'm really proud of. Mm-hmm. There's been one where I was just two, three, four steps behind him. I had a triple threat where I just didn't show up for some reason. You know, I don't know why I didn't uh, perform at the level I should have. And that really just got to me. Mm-hmm. But rather than just kind of putting it to the side, I was like, no, I have to make sure. So the next time that me and Will wrestle, I guarantee you, it's, it's, I'm, I'm going to be stepping up to his level. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is there, I don't want to say weaknesses, but for you, what, what are the challenges? They don't have to be in ring, but in your game right now, what are you going to raise the bar on? Well, I think uh, when, when you're talking about uh, what kind of beats you different, uh, have you, I don't think you've ever seen my Northern Light suplex, have you? I saw it in your highlight video. Oh, did you? I'm, I'm glad I that did. you watched it. Uh, so that's something I'm I'm quite proud of myself. Like okay. I, I think I've got quite a good bridge just to kind of hold okay. someone down from from that angle, you know. Uh, but to like my weaknesses uh, is maybe doing a bit kind of too much. I, 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 from actually, I'm I'm almost glad that you said that because Sam, you've got a highlight video, right? Is that yep. on your Twitter? Yep, that's on my now, Twitter. I think pinned tweet on Twitter. It's pinned tweet. Go check it out, folks. Mm. Twitter.com forward slash Sam Barber Experience. Now, am I right in saying that's S A M B A R B O U R R? Yes. Okay, cool. So it's O U R and then another R. I like the jacket. There you go. Um, <laughs> so uh, go on that. Check out the pinned tweet now. Again, there's a lot of cool stuff going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm looking at you, and I'm thinking the thing, when I hear positive comments about you, it tends to be a lot of the time about the Sam Barber experience yeah. rather than a specific super kick or a Northern Light suplex. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Whilst that's great. But from that, I'm going to challenge you. Wow. Right? Okay. Yep. So we're going to be working together over the next while. Yep. In the next eight weeks, so you've got two months. Wow. So the de- so we're in, what was it? We're in, we're in April now. Yeah, 16th. So, so in June, I want to mm-hmm. see that next highlight video. But 
I want to see more more of that character coming through. Okay. I want that video to show the world who Sam Barber is. Not just what he can do, but who Sam Barber is. Everything that we've talked about mm-hmm. in this interview. So not just the, you know, handsome man, not just the confidence, but also this is the guy that was willing to go on that 26-hour journey. And I'm not saying put that in the clip. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying convey it, you know. Uh-huh. Show us show us that confidence. Show us the intensity. But let those emotions come through as well as the moves. So right, can, I, uh-huh. can I throw that challenge down? You can, I'll for take the, that. For the, for, for the end of June. End of June. Let's see a new highlight video. But folks, if you are listening, go like the video, go retweet it. Um, I'll I'll retweet it tonight. Go check it out. Um, and yeah, this this guy is is. Do you know how difficult it is when you're a pro wrestler to actually step up and go? You know, I'm happy with what I've done, but I actually need to make some changes here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I'm happy with what I've done, but I want to step up to the next level, and to do that. I need to I need to up my game here. That that it takes a lot to do that. And Sam's done that. So I ask my fan base humbly, help this guy out, give him some feedback, share his stuff. If you like what he does, tell other people. Let's get his name out there. What promotions do you want to work for in twenty nineteen, in twenty twenty? Give me a few names. UK promotions. UK promotions. Defiant. All right, so. Defiant. Right. Yep, okay. Uh-huh. I know you've got a, a show there coming up. I do tomorrow. Well, yeah. it'll be done by the time this comes yeah, out. Exactly, yeah, exactly. But you know, I wrestle there frequently, so <laughs> come along. Yeah, uh, Defiant is one of the ones that uh, I want to dress for. And that would be that would be amazing for you. Defiant has got a great uh, focus on on characters. I I love it. Yeah, uh, amazing. Uh, Fight Club Pro as well because as much as a, a character, um, I can still handle myself within the ring as well. I do come from a, a Muay Thai background mm-hmm. uh, as well so I know the, down there it's quite a, a different style yeah. you know it's quite a, a striking style so. do you still train Muay Thai yep uh-huh, still how do. often do you train twice a week all right remember we, so we spoke about this as well and in <clears> my opinion I think that again Will Ospreay said to me he said mm-hmm. I don't understand it Joe he goes you've been to the Commonwealth Games you're an amateur wrestler just, just why aren't you using this in your matches? It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it. Yeah. And I didn't have a good answer for him. Mm-hmm. Do you incorporate your Muay Thai? Somewhat, yes. Uh, so I, I throw a lot of kicks, uh, as you might see in the highlight video, if you go and watch it, folks. Uh, so I throw a lot of kicks within it, but uh, Muay Thai is the, the art of also using a lot of elbows mm-hmm. as well, uh, which, which can get very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's only kind of certain classes within yep. Muay Thai that you can sure. can use elbows as well, uh, and yeah, I, I tend not to not to punch okay. someone uh, just because at the end of the day, I know that the face is a money maker. I don't want to smash anyone's teeth at all, you know. So that's why I'll I'll stick to my kicks. I'll uh, I'll keep them from the neck down, you know. But I, I do incorporate it into okay, cool into what I do. So I would like to. Um I, I, I would kind of like to see some of that. Show us some of that training. Okay. So next time you're at training or whenever, take a wee clip from it. Yeah. You know, why not? Because I think part of the journey is you got to let you got to let people know about who you are and what you do, and that's obviously a big part of your life. How long have you been doing that? Uh, off and on, but uh, I've I've kind of stuck to this for coming up for a year now. Uh, so I I go to a gym uh, in Glasgow mm-hmm. that uh, my friend runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Everyday Athlete. I'll just give right. that a wee plug yep. there. Yep. Free plug. There you go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so 
we actually started at the same time when we were both 12. He ended up continuing with it and I fell away from it. Right. And it shows that to me what could have happened if I stuck with it. Mm -hmm. Now he's got his own gym. Right. Now he's training like uh, like UK champions. He's okay. got multiple UK champions underneath his belt and he's only 26. Mm -hmm. And I think to myself, that's what I could have done if I, I stuck with it. So I went back to it and I'm kind of under his uh, guidance now. Awesome. Uh, Good stuff. Mm -hmm. So again, this could be part of the highlight video. You know, we mm -hmm. could have five seconds of you kicking the bag or, or whatever. Because yep. that lets people know who you are. Mm -hmm. The thing is, you got this character, but actually, you know, Sam Barber can use his elbows as well. You yeah. Know? Uh -huh. That sort of thing. So maybe we could see a little bit of that as well. I'm going to mm -hmm. ask, um, Rudo, are you still watching? Give us a little comment here. if Rudo, if you're still watching, let us know. Because, um, hey, you know, that's Rudo's one of your coaches. He is, we might, yeah. we might uh -huh. as well get him involved in the process as well. Um, mm -hmm. But, um, no, I I really, I, I do want to thank you for coming on. I want to thank you for sharing um, your journey and what you're doing. And we're going to follow along. We're going to check in, see how you're getting on. Because, like I say, people, we, we've heard about uh, how we get to the world title. But, you know, how do you, how did you get on your first show? What happened? Rudo, Rudo's there. Actually, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Rudo, as a coach, as a coach, now we've had, we've had Sam, he's going to give me his answer. Mm -hmm. Your opinion, what, do you, what, what steps, what's big progress for you? What do you want to mm -hmm. see happen for Sam in the next month? What does he need to do to step up to the next level? That's 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 the question I want to ask your coach as well. Because yep. this these podcasts, I want them to be as much about getting to know you, but like again and, and other wrestlers, but also about accountability as well. Like mm -hmm. I said, me and Shab will hold each other accountable. Because yeah, if yeah. we don't, then you know, have you been on the diet? Have you been at the gym today? If you don't have someone kicking your ass about that, it can sometimes be difficult. It's yeah, like definitely. you know, it's it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger says, you know, you, you're you're only as good as your training partner, that sort of thing. So you need people to kind of kick your ass a little bit. So mm -hmm. I like I say, I, I think involving involving the coach in this situation. Um, so Rudo says, I think a lot of the students sometimes see shows as a jolly. Um, how would you respond to that? I can. Uh, no, I'd, I'd probably agree with that. You'd agree point. with that. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh, definitely. Uh, we've got a, a show coming up uh, on on Saturday in Tarbert, and I, I can definitely see uh, like that uh, being possibly taken as a jolly by a couple of people as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and I see, I see uh, Rudo is giving a few other kind of few points here. He does. Now. He does. Yep. He says you you were sweating that there, weren't you? Yeah. You were you were, you were getting <laughs> concerned there, but he's putting you over. He's putting right, you over. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Rudo says Sam is keen to improve, and I want to see him take every match seriously. Not that he doesn't no matter where it is or who it's against. Mm -hmm. Now, do you think you employed some of that strategy when you wrestled in front of 14 people the other week? Do you oh. think that's... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh -huh. Like, uh, So with that, I, th I think this is what what's kind of spurred me on because I have taken a look at myself and I did think, do you know what, I'm, I'm taking this for granted as well. Obviously, I'm on a much lower scale than than you are just now but I was kind of I was taking it for granted a wee bit and I was like no I, the I feelings are the same yeah, you know yeah. it's, it's, we've all been there man mm -hmm, exactly I mean guys in like WWE like they might be taking things for granted absolutely as well yeah but uh, yeah like as uh, Rudo's saying just now uh, I was originally involved in a, a six man match mm -hmm. in Tarbot on Saturday mm -hmm. and it, it felt that it would be better 
uh, to grow myself as a wrestler to, to take out uh, me from a, a six-man match and put me in a singles because he's saying that's what I, I need right now to meet my goals and I, I can only thank him for it. Uh, to like, So he's taking it on to make his all students better mm-hmm. in a training environment and in a match environment as well. Now, what promotion is is this? Is this the um, Scottish Wrestling Scottish uh, Wrestling Experience? Is that ever said? Wrestling right? Experience. Wrestling Scotland. Experience Scotland. Damn it! Damn mm-hmm. it! I got so it wrong. It got, got that it wrong. experience within the right, name. Now, what's the Twitter handle? Because that confuses me. Uh, that that is a good show because uh, I think the the Instagram and the Twitter are different. I do get the. Two I think that's stuff. why I got confused. But they were they were actually the first ever sponsor of uh, no the second ever sponsor of my of my podcast. There oh, you go. Wow. There you go. They may have been the there. first actually. I think they may have been the first. I can't remember if Beer Fifty Two were first or not. But mm-hmm. we always uh, we, we we always have love for for our our sponsors. Yeah. So I apologize. I should have known that Wrestling Experience Scotland. There we go. He's typed it in. Yep. So um so you can find that so at rest Res exp Scotland. Scotland. There we go. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yep. So um mm-hmm. no thank you to them for sponsoring the podcast um early on. Much appreciated. Um and who knows, we may work together in the future. Yeah. You know, you know, we could collaborate on content and all that. There's so many things to do. But um these shows are great for talents like yourself yeah, who are uh, looking to get out there and also you're getting the opportunity to work with seasoned wrestlers who are on the scene right yeah, let's yeah, know sure. some of the wrestlers you've worked with mm-hmm. so uh, I've, I've been quite fortunate in my my short time within wrestling i've been able to work with like so joe coffee mm-hmm. when he was icw world champion yep uh, i've worked with jack jester i've mm-hmm. worked with Lionheart. i've worked with mark coffee i've worked with jackie paul so quite quite a number yeah. of like kind of big names mm-hmm within uh, the Scottish wrestling scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I can only thank uh, Rudolf for that, that because he's the one that's kind of given me the opportunity to kind of prove myself in yeah. a match against... And, and what have you, for people listening, what have you, again, protecting the business, what have you learned from wrestling those types of talents on these shows? Has there been any kind of eureka moments where you've gone, oh. Like I said, mine was with uh, when I wrestled Tim Thatcher and yep. I realised like, this is this like I, this this is what I need to be doing. This is me. Yeah. I had that eureka moment. Also, when I when I met um, Finn Balor, like I realized, like okay, that's work ethic. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, that guy is working hard. Yeah. I'm not working hard. You know, um, so there may be there may be certain things. Again, when I wrestled Kurt Angle, I realized. You know, when people talk about him being intense, yeah, it wasn't until I wrestled that I'm like, okay, I get it. He's <laughs> yeah, intense. Yeah. He's uh-huh. intense. Um, him and Drew McIntyre are the two most intense I've ever wrestled. I can imagine. And probably be. the two I've learned the most from. Wow. Yeah. Uh, another one, I, I remember wrestling uh, Del Rio as well, and that just blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for, you know, whatever, it, let, let's, you know, talking purely about ability that, yeah. that guy is on, he's, those, those talents I mentioned are just on another level. Another one is Pete Dunne as well. Right, the wrestle okay. Pete Dunne. Those, for me, were the, the big kind of learning experiences. Oh, world-traveled um, athletes as exactly, well. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what? I would, hope to, I would hope to get there myself one day and get to that level. Mm-hmm. And my thinking's changed now because before I was just kind of, um, you know, just doing. I wasn't really appreciating the moment. I wasn't thinking. I, w- I wasn't asking these guys for feedback enough. Yeah. And I'm embarrassed looking back. I'm embarrassed. But now you are going to learn from my mistakes. You're yep. asking these people advice. What have you learned from these talents that you've worked with so far? Sometimes it's just it's better to take a step back. Mm-hmm. It's not about 
like as I mentioned now, it's not about doing all these kind of fancy moves in Alex as well. It's just like, do you know what? T- take a breather. Let people kind of ingest what they've just seen. See if you've just done like, like I said, like an amazing Northern Lights. Do you know what? Let that breathe. Let people see. Yep. Do you know what? That was that was really good. So that that's what I, I've kind of taken from that. It's not about the the quantity. It's about the quality of it. You know, like even if it's just a a short six minute match like if the match is over within six minutes as long as you put some good quality stuff into it mm-hmm. then that's what's going to outshine a, a 20 minute match where they're doing all sorts of like flips and likes you know well there you go there you go that's uh, a very important lesson indeed and you know what that is us we're, we're hitting an hour my friend wow. we, we've, that's an hour did not that's feel an it. hour right there mm-hmm. um, so I want to thank you for that I think um, this has been a good way to, to kick off mm-hmm. um, we've got your coach Rudo involved now yep. you're going to have this match on is it Saturday Saturday yes. Wrestling Experience Scotland unfortunately when this goes out the Patreon subscribers will hear it first but unfortunately um, that match will have taken place by yep. the time this goes out so uh, we will ask you to go to Sam's social media and see how he got on with that match. But um, also check a check out Wrestling Experience Scotland um, yeah. because they've got uh, amazing quality shows at a, you know a unbelievably affordable price. They've got some shows from a fiver, right? Five pound wrestling. So this is what Wrestling Experience Scotland is known for: five pound wrestling. So an afternoon go. on a Sunday for five pounds. Like I say. Featuring some of the names that you mentioned there. Yeah. So uh-huh. um, there you go, folks. That's the level of quality you're getting. And like I say, thanks to them for uh, initially sponsoring the podcast. We'll work together again. Maybe we'll get uh, Rudo or, or Jess or Alain or, or whoever in to, to talk about your journey or other students or whatever. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, Like I say, I'm keen to document what's going on. This is a new format. We tried to speak to someone who's on the journey. But you know what? Let's let you go away. You do your thing. Yep. And let's see where you're at in, in a month or, mm-hmm. or two months or whatever. We'll just track this. We'll see how you're getting on. I'm going to hold you to account. You could hold me to account. And, um, you know, we'll catch up and we'll see how we get on. But thank you for coming in. Fantastic. Um, and just tell us your social media handles once again. Folks, please do go and follow them. At, at this point, every single digit that goes up makes a huge difference to this person's career you don't understand the more social media followers you have the more leverage you have with promoters the more ability you have to promote your shows so please do go and support this man sam barber right here so tell tell him your social media handles one more time buddy so twitter sam barber and that's b-a-r-b-o-u-r-r mm-hmm. we've got instagram mm-hmm. at sam barber experience mm-hmm. and then facebook at the sam barber experience there you go. There you go. So um, that's that's us. I want to say again, a huge thanks to yourself. I want to say a huge thanks to Wrestling Travel, who have joined us as a sponsor. I want to thank Grapple Arcade as well. They're not a sponsor of this podcast, but, you know, they sponsor the other one. Yeah, we give uh-huh. them a little shout-out. We've got to give more value here. Mm-hmm. And I want to give a shout-out to my Patreon supporters as well. Um, unbelievable support from Patreon supporters. Patreon.com forward slash Joe Hendry. You can support from $1, and that really helps us do these podcasts. It helps us do Free Agent. It helps us do i got a brand-new show coming out. Um, Robbie finished editing it last night. Um, so that's going to go out in the next few days. So we're eventually going to build to content every single day. So it's going to be tough, but I'm pushing myself too. I got yeah, I got to uh-huh. elevate my game. After this, I'm going to finish uh, filming my uh, entrance video for Defiant Tomorrow. We I've I've done the song. I've yep. still I've filmed one of the scenes. I've got to film the rest of that. We're hopefully going to get that wrapped by uh, one a.m. Then I'm going to go to the gym. We're going to hit it, hit the gym. We're going to try and get five hours sleep. 
then I'm going to edit in the morning and we're going to get it ready for the show tomorrow. But mm-hmm. hey, and that's that, the sort of graph you need to do. That's, that's what you need to do, man. Yep. That's what you mm-hmm. need to do. And again, that's what I'm talking about, thinking big. Don't think about being the best in your in, in your area. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't think about that. Like when I listen, when I go to the gym, like I'm, I'm listening to, I've got this clip I watch. It's a training for mass by Arnold, Swar- by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he just goes through all his techniques and diet and all that. It's 50 minutes long. I listen to it every time I go. When I'm there, I've got these uh, cordless headphones and I have like one of the, honestly, sometimes this sounds so lame, but I'll sometimes have either him speaking or The Rock talking about his workout or whatever, and I'm thinking that these these guys wouldn't stop it. Yeah, two uh-huh. sets or, or three sets or whatever. I got I got to think like these people. I got to think like a world champion. Don't think like the best in your city. Think like a world champion. If you want to be on WrestleMania, yep, you know the level you need to be at. Mm-hmm. So let's get that. Let's let's think bigger. Let's do it and let's support Sam on his journey. Sam Barber, thank you, oh, thank you for joining the podcast, and we will. We will we'll we'll keep in touch. We'll yeah, see how we it will. goes. We'll yeah. see how it goes. All right, folks. Uh, thank you so much. You know the drill. And um, subscribe on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe to the podcast, all that stuff. Every view that you give me helps my content. Um, the Patreon subs are amazing. Patreon.com forward slash Joe Hendry. Um, and you can also support us on Twitch and all that. You guys know the drill, but thank you so much for the support from a thankful wrestler here. And we've got uh, Sam Barber here who's ready to grab uh, the opportunity that's ahead of him and get it done. He's grabbing it there. There you go. If you're listening to the, the audio, uh, he was grabbing the I reached there. up and I brought he it down. He reached up. He's got that brass ring. He's yep. got that brass <laughs> ring. Okay, folks. See you next time. Thank you. Thanks.